You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, but let's start here saying Grizzlies win, Grizzlies win, Grizzlies win, literally three in a row. Toronto, 119-106. New Orleans, 116-101. Sacramento, they beat last night, 118-108. What stood out to you most over these three? And uh, and what do you think of John ja Morant's comment after the game? Sort of a, a, a 180 from, from where he'd been a couple of weeks ago in terms of where this team is in the West. Uh, I was debating between the last two games about which one stood out the most. I think, to me, uh, the Pelicans game. Uh, you're talking about one of the, the better teams in not only the West Western Conference, but in the NBA, a team that you're definitely going to match up against, a team that I personally can't stand. Uh, my, that that rivalry became more friendly to me than anything now, though, because a lot of their fans have kind of taken to be – a lot of their fans that, 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 that I used to go back and forth with on Twitter but I actually became friends with now. So that, that whole rivalry doesn't hit the same. Um, but, yeah, that's one of the top teams in the West, a team you're definitely going to see later on down the line. To get that win, not only a win, but a but a win by the margin that they did. I think they were up by 20-something uh, towards the last final minutes of the game. To get that, let that game get away and get that type of win against a team that good in the West, who's also playing good ball uh, in the Pelicans, to beat them. Uh, but, yeah, that Kings game as well, because uh, that's, that's the one you thought would be the letdown. Mm-hmm. You know, you rested Bain, you rested Clark, you rested Aldama, and you still were able to pull out a win. Uh, with the other guys you've had left in the game, so um, but yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand in that Pelicans game. No, I'm I'm with you completely on on which of the ones I thought were the most significant. It's certainly that mm-hmm. Pelicans one. You pointed out they've been playing well. They'd won five in a row before mm-hmm. that game. I know they don't have Brandon Ingram uh, at this time, but they had won five in a row coming into that, that one. The season series have been split one one, so they're t- certainly we're looking to get a leg up there. And then and then two saying the job they did on Zion. You know, who had come into that game playing pretty well, just like the team. You hold them to 20 points on 6 of 16 shooting, nine turnovers. Yeah. Like the way they sat on his left hand made him go right. Defensively, I thought overall, that game and the other two saying it it, it, rep, it, it looked like a team that was getting back to its defensive ways. You know, uh, you know that, that Phoenix game, you know, that stretch of four or five, they're giving up 125 to Phoenix, 123 to Golden State, 115 to, to, to OKC. This, this was – I don't think you allowed any of these three teams you just won over to shoot over 41%. So defensively, there was a tone set. And, again, you know, a lot a lot of it right there against Zion Williamson, you could see it individually. C.J. McCollum struggled in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, De'Aaron Fox only had 19 for Sacramento in the win there. So I thought, you know, overall, defensively, the Grizz got back to, to you know, that brand of basketball that, 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 that Taylor Jenkins had said was missing during that, during that drop in four or five defensively I thought they looked good and, and and all the while you had you know John Morant playing some some outstanding basketball as well so right. had that one game where he had the 17 assists career high only had 19 points but controlled the game to your point you were making last week doesn't have to score 30 something necessarily for the Grizzlies to look good yeah for sure man those are three very good wins uh there was a stat that came out that said that uh John Morant is averaging like 31 and a half points since his shoe came out and um 
and I'm I'm sure there's something to that. I mean, who 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 wouldn't have who wouldn't play better when they've got a shoe with their name and quotes all over it? You know, their their daughter's favorite colors and those type of things on it. So Jaws been playing incredible ball uh, over the last five games. They've kind of settled in. Desmond Bain has found a way to be super productive even without uh, – he's been missing a lot of threes. His three-point shot is still not falling, but he's still finding ways to be productive. Uh, Jaron is coming around. Um, the, the fouls have, have settled back down again. His defense has been remarkable. Uh, multiple blocks in, in a lot of these games so far. So, like I said, they're finding their way. The role guys are stepping up. John Conchar had a big game yesterday. Tyus Jones had an incredible game last night. Uh, yeah, man, they're, they're coming together and this at a good time. With uh, We didn't mention this yet, but a lot of winnable games coming up on the schedule, coming up for the rest of this month of January, where they could kind of, like you said, create some more separation like they did towards the middle of this month um, and, and hopefully get not only uh, at the top of the West, but kind of make some space between them and other teams around them. Yep, you mentioned you mentioned what's coming up. You got Charlotte and Orlando on back-to-backs, but those are certainly mm-hmm. both, both winnable games. And, and you, you're talking about a Grizzlies team that knows – you know, you, you can't take anything for granted having just lost to OKC, you know, without without Sarah Gillis out and without Giddy, Golden State, without Steph. So so you're, I highly doubt that uh, you'll get a Grizz team that's even looking that's looking past what will be some subpar competition. But then you mentioned to Utah and then you get two with San Antonio. So there is I mean, I, I feel almost guilty saying and we said this a couple weeks ago. Maybe there was opportunity to fatten up because those players seem to be feeling that way. And you went into a little funk, but this certainly seems like a nice little stretch where you can, especially with the way they're playing, where you can pick up some wins, maybe get to the top of the West, get ahead of Denver. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, Sam, what did you what did you think afterwards about John Moran? Sound like maybe a guy that had been talked to or certainly <laughs> heard folks saying, hey, man, don't know if you uh if you need to necessarily, you know, say you're not worried about anybody in the West with the way this team's playing, with how it's fared against Western uh, Conference competition after Sacramento's uh, after that win over Sacramento, he said that uh, the Grizzlies are a work in progress. That certainly was a far cry from what he'd said about not being worried about anybody in the West. Uh, mm-hmm. Saying that part of the maturation process, did somebody get to Ja? I saw that quote. I read that quote or whatever, but I didn't see the actual interview. Back to a question. Who, who asked that question to Ja Morant? Like, I'm not exactly sure. I saw the quote. I, I believe I saw it in Giannato's column, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't know that Giannato was the one that asked the question. But it was someone in, in the locker room. It wasn't on the court, right? Yeah, I believe so. I believe okay. so. I'm, I'm going to assume that a man asked him that question in the locker room. Okay. Um, and the point why I'm saying is some of the most ridiculous things that John Moran has said has been in front of been in front of been asked him by some of the most beautiful women in, in sports. Wow. <laughs> one question was the Michael Jordan one-on-one thing, and he said that to Taylor Rooks. And he wow. said wow, uh, and he said the uh 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 he said the we're the best in the West thing. To Malika Andrews. So uh, we know John's a young single man. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm joking, of course. But, yeah. But, but hey, answers come out different. There's a Are you movie. joking? Yeah, it, it, is he a little bit more boisterous around here? <laughs> yeah. You, women. Your bravado started coming out when you got one, two of the most beautiful women in sports. The hell of a point, man. Right? As opposed to Rob Fisher or somebody asking you a question. You know? <laughs> 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 or Mike Giannato. Shout out to both of those guys. But, 
Yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a little bit more balls about myself, a little ballsy. I'm, I'm gonna show out a little bit more if I've got Malika Andrews or Taylor Rooks in my face. But yeah, but I think it comes down to maturity, though, man. Josh still he's a work in progress as far as maturity is concerned. He's still a very young man, and when you've got the world in your hands, new shoe, uh, one of the better players in the league, all star votes coming in, jersey sales going crazy, all these type of things going on. You start thinking you're in, you're above everything, and that you you know literally the world's in your fingertips. So with that being said, uh, that level of maturity does have to come in time to just be able to answer questions in a way that don't cause controversy. Not to not to take away your confidence, not to answer the question like you're scared, or like you're intimidated by anybody else, but just in a way to just keep those things, get those distractions out of the way. Um, and I think it's a very good thing to do. Ja's gonna get it. Ja is going to get it together. He's he's going to be a tremendous uh, uh, talent on and off the court. Uh, we we've seen what he does. Uh, in the community, we saw what he did after the game, giving his shoes away. He's go- he's going to be that total package soon. It's just a maturity thing with him, and it's going to take time. And um, I, I, he'll get to the point where he understands how much of a distraction some of those things can be. But yeah, um, yeah, like like we said, it's good to see him um, kind of get away from those type of responses for sure. I, I just think I, I do. I, I think it just shows you saying the leader he's he already mm-hmm. is, but that he's also poised to be. I just right. remember when Kyrie was in Boston and was dealing with all those young guys who would go on, obviously the guys that we, you know, Jason right. Taylor, all those guys that are stars now, but whether he would call them out publicly in the media, whatever it was, Kyrie was, it was almost like, I'm, I'm going to lead them vocally. I, I need to, I, he was trying to figure it out. And like, and, and Ja is so much more of a leader, even at 23, it feels like, and, and I know he's, he's closer to their age for a lot of them than Kyrie and Kyrie had been through some stuff. And some of Kyrie's was, look, y'all got to get up on my level. And, and to, to a degree he was right, but he never figured out how to lead that young group. Yeah. I just think, I think you put John Morant in any, in most situations and he's going to come out a leader. Uh, a lot of times, again, it's, it's, it's because it's more by action than by anything else. But I think too, back to back, what we were talking about with this, just the fact that you're willing to make that adjustment shows that you're not just thinking about yourself and your words and how they impact you and your game, everything else. But like we talked about in the podcast last week, when you say those things, it puts an X on, on guys, you know, backs on your team that might not be ready for, you know, John Conchard might not be ready for that smoke when when he's got that X on his back, like you are, like you've shown that you are. Mm -hmm. So as a leader, you have to take that into account and ask yourself, is my team ready for me to make remarks like that? So I I certainly appreciated the, the sort of 180 from, from Ja there in terms of, Again, you're feeling good, too. You've won three in a row. There's an opportunity to say, no, nah, I ain't backing off my statement, but he didn't. Says it's a work in progress. I appreciated the the, yeah. uh, uh, the mature answer from that.